Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friend, a podcast where two friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? I'm Obert. <laughs> and uh, yeah, as you can see, this is uh, a little bit of a slimmed down version of the podcast right now. Um, we had, you know, Tud was going to be missing, and then new Tud was going to fill in, and then new Tud was like, nope, not going to. So that's where we're at right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that just makes it... Uh all the more fair for our competition for the leaderboard. That is, that is actually, that's very true. That's very true. Um, we need to take both tuds down a pair. <laughs> Give us both a shot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so, uh, so here you go. Uh, two people reviewing beers and, you know, a bunch of other fun stuff. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. But in all, in all seriousness, uh, I hope both tuds, new and old, feel, feel better. And, yeah. Uh, are able to join us in the near future. We hope. Mm-hmm. So that's right. Yeah, yeah, I know. And we, like we alluded to at the end of last episode, we have some spotty attendance in the coming weeks. But uh, we're hoping to get some guests on. If you want to be a guest, reach out to us at uh, dawfpodcast at gmail dot com or on Discord. And who knows, we might have you on. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have some uh, some vacancies. We got some spots we need to fill. Um, Joe Rogan uh, has. <laughs> turned into a horse so he can't come on the podcast anymore. yeah yep <laughs> he was about to he was like ready to come in and uh call us daddy live on air but uh, yep but, but he, he had to we had to break out you know contractually we're not allowed to have livestock on the podcast so <laughs> well, um, no podcast law there yeah. yeah yeah believe it or not um he gets by because he's technically like a web radio show or something like that i don't know <laughs> i don't know the, they get, the logistics the logistics are beyond me but yeah they get past <laughs> the livestock clause somehow <laughs> i don't know it's 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 bizarre it's bizarre but uh yeah um didn't do anything crazy this week i mean we had uh oh we had some family visit that was fun that was nice. some fun stuff yeah, just uh, uh, my Dana's aunt and uncle came down or came up or whatever. They're from Florida. So I guess up. Up makes sense. And yeah. uh, just kind of hung out and went to a small little brewery winery. It was really nice. It was pretty uh, pretty fun. What's, so, what's better there, their beer or their wine? Like, what are they known for? I think their wine. Okay. Their beer isn't bad. Don't get me wrong. Like, for a small little, like, I don't know. For, like, they do a lot of really small batches. Um but they had a, well, I forgot what it was called. It was like a tangerine, it was a tangerine wheat. I think it was like farm, farmhands vacation, I think they called it. Um, and it was a tangerine, tangerine wheat. That was pretty good. Especially, uh, you know, in the hot sun. It was a nice, uh, nice thing to help cool you down a little bit. So Very nice. Um, but it, it was pretty good. It was um, uh, the brewery at Catawba Farms. There you go. <laughs> there you go, brain. Good job. Wait, haven't we had Catawba Brewing? Yes, that, that was Catawba valley brewing okay catawba brewing no catawba brewing company i think there is a catawba valley brewing company too everything is very catawba centered <laughs> the brewery <laughs> at catawba the brewery at catawba not yeah they're not the same we had the um the hop nest monster from uh and then we actually went to catawba when we were waiting in Asheville when we were waiting for the barbecue place okay that's where i know the name from yep. that's right yep. Is that like a river or something? Is that why everything is called Catawba? It's a county. That's okay. a, I know there's a Catawba County, but but Asheville isn't in it, so huh. and neither is Charlotte. So who yeah. knows? <laughs> I don't know. I'm no Carolinologist, but <laughs> uh, me neither. Me neither. I'm just I, I'm just starting my degree in Carolinology. <laughs> You're auditing classes yeah. at night. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I was I was uh, at a brewery this um, actually just yesterday. I was actually up in Canada. Um, Whoa! Yeah, up in Banff, and I they have two, a couple of different breweries in the town. So I went into one, and um, you ever go to a brewery and you look at the tap list and you're like, I don't know, maybe instead of going the flight, I should just stick with one pint. Has that ever happened? I mean, to you? yeah, yeah. I, I I generally will stick my way through a, a flight, um, but but I mean, there's been breweries where I've been like. I'm not super excited about any of these. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I don't know. I just, you know, you sometimes you get the spidey sense of just like, I don't know if I f- feel like this brewery, sometimes there's brew pubs that are, especially like older brew pubs that are like, okay, you're just kind of going on the fact that you are a brew pub to have your restaurant run versus like, 
actually making interesting beers. But no, yeah, no. yeah, I feel that. I am glad I got the flight. Um, but just to kind of confirm, I was like, okay, I'm not really missing all that much. Um, <laughs> yeah, they did. I did go into another brewery. Um, I will shout out on the podcast, Three Bears Brewing in Banff. Very cool. Um, cool vibes. Only like six beers on tap. They opened in 2020, so maybe they're still working on some stuff. But they're uh, rotating Black IPA. Very tasty. Very good. Ooh. Yeah, that's a Black IPA, as we, talk, we, we say it. You don't see them very often. No, you don't. They're, the ones that I've had have been extremely good. So I think you kind of have to be. I think they have to be good for for people to let for like a brewery to put them out you know yeah no one's half-assed in their black ipas you're saying i think i think that they're so like i don't know they're so few and far between you almost have to have a good one in order for it to sell or else you're not going to sell any of it. i don't know i remember one of the uh we went to black hog brewing company up in connecticut a long time ago yeah, and they had a black IPA, and it was it was called Black Hog Down, which I thought was an extremely good name. Good name for five star name for five star name for the for the brewery, and I like fell in love with this black IPA. I've not had it since. I think I've only had it the one time. I fell in love with this black IPA. I've been back to Hog River, and like no offense, they're not the greatest. They like they don't make the greatest beer. Um, but that, that black IPA, I'm like, I kept going back trying to hope, get more. And I never, I never got any more. So, but that's, that's, that's the power of a good black IPA. Sad make story. you keep going back. <laughs> yeah. Hoping to get, to get more of it. But man, all this talking about beer, all this beer talk. Yeah, I know. It's making, it's making me thirsty. I think. Yeah. Um, no, no soundboard tonight. Otherwise we I would, know. uh, we put out the name. Maybe I'll do it in post. Who knows? We'll see how much <laughs> how motivated I am. Let's solo cup. I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. Uh, so do you want me to go first or do you yeah, want to go first? Go for it. You want, yeah. Go first? Okay, oh, cool. I actually have so I have a pretty interesting beer that I want to share with you guys. Chris alluded to it. You alluded to it before... Um, we started recording, so that's part of why I was like, "No, I want you to go. I want to hear what this interesting this interesting beer is." And uh, it's you know I picked this up I think at my new favorite grocery store, Lowe's Foods. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Lowe's I, Foods. No, I was gonna say no relation, but some relation. <laughs> yeah, sort of relation to my ex my ex job, um, and uh, but. Uh, you know, it, 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 it was a Gosa that I had not really had a lot of, um, I, I had not had a lot of the brewery first and foremost, but I'd heard of them. Um, but this is Gizmo Brewworks. Uh, it's called Forbidden Fruits, which is a blackberry mint Gosa. Hmm. Okay. So, um, you can see the can right there. It's got like the two hands holding out this the forbidden fruit to the snakey up there and yeah the snake's pretty... tempting him like you should eat that forbidden fruit or at least brew it into a beer yeah exactly um and gizmo brew works is out of raleigh north carolina and um i've haven't had a ton of their beers but uh i saw a few at that the lowe's foods and <laughs> i decided to pick up some four packs and they've been really really solid so i'd heard of them um and this, uh, it's, I'll read, I'll, I'll, you know, in honor of Tud, I'll read the can uh, and let, you know, it's not a very long passage, but there is a passage. Okay. Uh, Tempted, no judgment here. See, uh, this rotating fruited gosa is your new guilty pleasure. Over 100 pounds of fresh fruit is added to each batch, changing seasonally with whatever is currently growing in Eden. Ooh. S- sweet, salty, sour, sinful. It's only 4.3%. So nice light one, um, but let's see. Let's see how this thing uh, pours. Oh. I like beer. <laughs> it makes me a jolly good fellow. I will say the soundboard does take up a lot of pouring time. Yeah. <laughs> pouring time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it definitely helps out. <laughs> all right, so I got it almost all poured in. I got a little bit of a big frothy head on this thing. Your favorite kinds. Favorite kinds, yes. There it is. It is a uh, if if you if you didn't know it was a gosa, I would say it kind of looks pretty IPA ish. It's got like that orange, you know, 
uh, New England IPA hue to it. Very, it's not see through. It is uh, unfiltered. It's nice big white head on it. Definitely not berry colored. Definitely not berry colored, which I think I expected. I think I expected like a purple tinge or something Same. like that. Yeah, uh, with that purple snake on the can, I was like expecting it to be a Kool Aid looking beer. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm. I am surprised, but let's uh, let's see. So this is, uh, like I said, a blackberry mint gosa, and on the on the nose, I uh, I do get some of that blackberry, um, and on the very end of the nose taste, I get like just a just a a, a a tiny hint of the fact that there's some mint in there. So it's not like it's not like spearmint gum mint, <laughs> you know. It's not that kind of that kind of mint or anything like that. But um, yeah, like um, mojito mint maybe. Yes, yes, like mojito mint. There you go. Very, very, very good job. That's why we. That's why we keep you around. You're the you're the mint expert of the pod. Um, but here we go. I'm excited to try this. Um, I think if Tud is the fruit spurt, I get to be like herb spurt. <laughs> the herb spurt. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Now that's really that's really good. This is interesting. Um, it's it's you get. So first and foremost, you get hit with some bitterness and some pucker from the blackberry and the fact that it's just a gosa. So, I mean, you know, you get a little bit of that saltiness in there. But then it kind of does finish, and maybe it's just because you said mojito. It finishes kind of like a mojito. You get that, like, nice minty freshness at the end um, that kind of adds a little bit of a little bit of an extra cool kick, cool kick to it. So, <laughs> but it's it's really, really, like, refreshing, like on a... Like on a hot summer day, like it is all the time here. Um, it's <laughs> the land of always summer. <laughs> the land of always summer. Um, but uh, it's I don't know. It's just it's 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 different. Uh, I've not had many mint and beer. Now I've drank many a mojito, but um, yeah. See that time I got a lot more mint than I did the first couple sips. So I'm adjusting, and the mint hits pretty hard in the in the middle, and then tails off at the end. Um, you get a tad bit of sweetness from blackberry, but you know blackberry is not overly sweet to begin with. So, um, but it's a very solid beer. Like it's, um, you do get all of those things, including the sinful, especially the sinful. Like I just feel like, <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm going a little bit more to hell now. I don't know why. Yeah, just a just little a bit, tiny, a little bit a further bit from more. that right path. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like a really, really good, um, easy drinker. Nothing too crazy. I mean, if you're um, you get some pucker, but it's not like it's not like it's not like warheads. It's maybe like maybe a five on the on the on the sour scale. It's not like not too bad. Uh, you get a slight bit of pucker, but then the mint picks it up and the blackberry carries it out. And uh, solid beer, very solid beer. It's a nice balanced gosa, in other words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, and I don't know, uh, like sours, and you know, in in my old. My old age, my old drinking age. Um, like, Gosas used to be, like, not my favorite. They, like, they used to, especially the ones that are very heavy on the salt, like, the ones that taste like you're drinking seawater. Um, and, like, so they never used to really be my favorite. But since they've started doing a lot of these kind of things with, like, the berries and, you know, adding a little bit, and I think they've kind of, a lot of breweries have learned how to temper so it's not just straight up salt water. Uh, <laughs> um, I've really, they've really come around for me. I feel like they used to be a lot more extreme on the sour and salty scale and places are dialing that back a little bit, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so I, I had a, I had a salty taste in my mouth for a long time about ghosts. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, it was, a, it was a play on, it was a play on words. Yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, it's a podcast thing. You would understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, but uh, yeah, more recently they were, they're becoming one of my one of my go-tos. Maybe maybe my uh, my palate is just evolving, and maybe that's what it is. Um, but I'm gonna give it a four. I think okay. it is. Yeah, I think it's. I know. I just kind of jumped into it. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying this thing. Just jump into it. You know. Um, and <laughs> but I'm gonna give it a four. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's different. It's very very well done. Um, I don't know how you could really. Maybe like I don't know. I'd I'd like to try. It sounds like they do different variants, so I would like to try the different variants and um, just based on the fact changing seasonally. So um, so I'd like to try some different variants. Maybe like a sweeter fruit might balance it a little bit better. You know, maybe like a peach. 
Ooh. I don't know how peach would... I guess salty peach, huh? <laughs> salty minty peach. Yeah. Mm, delicious. Uh, or a strawberry, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Well, was, we, uh, can, we can talk about the different variants Watermelon. Yeah. Once we get through this this uh, average here, but <laughs> I think this is the only forbidden fruit with mint in it. The rest oh, don't okay. seem to all have that mint side of it. So okay, okay. So this one kind of sets it apart. Okay, got you, got you. Um, let me see. So check-ins. Um, hundred and three check-ins on this Ooh. forbidden fruit, blackberry and mint. Damn. Okay. Now, do you think everyone else's palate has suggested to that salty taste in their mouth, or is it just you? <laughs> um i don't know this is hard this is a hard one i'd like to think that people are right where i'm at i think they're right around me my gut is telling me that it's going to be a little bit lower than me um or a little bit higher than me it's one of the two (laughs) or exactly what you said exactly what i said right um I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go higher. I'm gonna err on the side of judgment. Uh, err. That's not what it. Err on the side of caution. I don't know. Err on the side of error. And uh, I'm gonna say 4.03. That was the. That was the first number that came to mind. It was a 403. Uh, you're a little high. It's a damn. 3.84. Oh damn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, shit. <laughs> Leaving it open for me. Yeah, I know. Goodness, that was not good. Point one nine. Guess. On the board, though. Um, I wasn't even close. 103 check-ins, though. So, like I said, mm. it's, you know, not not a ton out there. I'm surprised. Well, I did say either higher or lower than me. So that I'm is not true. That you kind of did call it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. So, yeah, there's also a blueberry, a prickly pear and raspberry, lemon and basil. Ooh, that sounds Ooh, good. Okay. Pineapple, pink guava, tangerine and ginger, blueberry, lemon. Oh, they got a lot here. Papaya, mango. Tan- tangerine ginger so okay um, looks like untapped the most fans of the straight up blueberry with a 3.87 so uh you know. okay so not the biggest fans but they're not bad yeah yeah none mm. on here cracked that four barrier well for me this one did <laughs> yeah. nice uh, but yeah. uh obert what do you got for well, us Right now, I've been drinking this uh, Spindrift Pineapple uh, Sparkling Water. Got to say, cool. pre, pre-beverage recommendation here. It's pretty good if you're not into seltzer. This is like the best. This is like the most flavorful one. But at this point, it's just like kind of like fruit juice with bubbles in it. I don't know. It's like, are we really still seltzer here? But uh, it was new in my store, so I wanted to check it out. Um, but onto the beer portion of my review. <laughs> I did pick up a couple beers on my drive down from Canada in the return to the Beers from the North series. Nice. Um, I want to. I want your help though, picking them out. Which one I Uh-oh. should drink tonight? Um, I did not. <laughs> yeah. There we go. And then I have to rate a rev- give a review to each one without trying them individually. Exactly. Um, I did not visit any of these breweries. Full disclosure. Okay. Um, but I have. A Frambozen from Ooh. Steamworks Brewery out of uh, Burnaby, British Columbia. I have the Captain Hazy IPA from Stanley Park Brewing out of Vancouver, BC. And uh, following Todd's advice, I did get a Collective Arts beer. I got their Mai Tai Sour. Um, yeah, again, from Collective Arts out of Montreal. Oh, wait, now that's the art is from Montreal. Where's Collective Arts? Hamilton, Ontario. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, we have a strawberry ale, a Mai Tai sour, and a hazy IPA. I am most intrigued by the strawberry ale myself. Okay. Uh, we don't have... I should just make you do a hazy IPA for the five bajillionth time. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so let's see if I can learn any more about this on the can. It looks like it's um, all it says on the bottom is it's a strong, strong beer, seven percent ABV, oh, Frambozen. Is, so steam Frambozen? That's is that what yeah, you said? That's the name of it. So it's, oh, okay. Yeah, it looks like there's a, a bridge on here with some steam coming out of it with some uh, raspberries. I guess I think that's what those are. Did I say strawberries before? You did. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, they're not strawberries. <laughs> Upon closer inspection, I'm no, I'm not the fruit spurt. We've decided they're not strawberries; they are raspberries. Okay, yep. I see the logo. I see the logo. Yes, that mm-hmm. is definitely a raspberry. But so, so, what do you think? Should I go for it? Um, it's definitely. I, it's the most different than all the other ones. But you know what? I would save the Mai Tai one for when Tud gets back. Mm, okay. I think whenever whenever that may, whenever we are all on a on a Discord call again, I think that'll be a good tribute to him because you took his advice. That's true. And maybe maybe you should save this one for the patrons because I'm really intrigued what the Mai Tai sour is going to be. Orange juice, yeah, that's, lime that's juice, bitter, true. orange peel, and orgeat. That does sound that does sound very good. Yeah. But well. yeah, do the do the fram do the frambosen fram frambosen. When when you were saying it at first, I was like, he's not talking about like a frambois or anything like that, right? Yeah, but I think I mean, that's the, it's like the play on that is the, okay. Is, so it's uh, like a stronger version. Yeah, of that. I think so. Okay, okay. Wait, yeah, I don't know anything about the Steamworks Brewery. Let's um let's dive on in and see how their beer is. Red Solo Cup. You're not just a cup. No, 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 no. God, no. You're my, you're Friend? my. Friend. 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 Yeah. Lifelong. Thank you for being my friend. Smells strong. It doesn't smell like raspberries or strawberries. Certainly does this 0% strawberry. It smells like beer. Yeah. Ooh, it's dark. Yeah. Oh, and clear. Dark, clear, and red. Yeah. You can see that. But it definitely looks redder on uh, IRL than it does on the webcam. I don't know. Hopefully this one's cold enough. I just got back from I just got back from Canada an hour before this podcast started and threw it in the fridge. So, <laughs> so we'll see. Um, we top it off. This is uh, not not a Chris approved head. No, unfortunately, very thin head. Yeah, not like that last salty beer from Chris. Nope. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't really describe too much of the smell. It just like it just smells like a stronger beer. I don't get very many fruity notes at all. Just like bar rag. <laughs> <laughs> oh no but let's see if it bar. tastes better than it smells <laughs> hopefully it doesn't taste like bar rag okay wow oh exactly like bar rag <laughs> you ever just suck taste. on a bar rag <laughs> you ever go to a bar and just ask for the rag and yeah just go to just, town just squeeze it into your glass like a teething infant <laughs> i always used to go down and give my kid the bar rag <laughs> Uh, wow, lots of lots of raspberry in here. Ooh. Or I don't know about I don't know if I could distinguish it from raspberry, but it's definitely strong berry flavors. Okay. Um, not so much the artificial raspberry tastes. It tastes like the real thing. Yeah, quite the berry punch in here. Um, not a lot of body to it though. It's uh, it's not a very complex beer. I would say it's very straightforward. It does one thing and one thing only, and that's put the taste of raspberry in your mouth. And get you a little drunk. Two things, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it um, very mild malt characteristics. Um, yeah, I'd say it's a very straightforward, lighter malt profile. Um, yeah, very, very few of the darker malts, if any. You know, it's just said it's a very clean build. Mm. Um, same, you could say the same about the hop profile. There's, there's, you know, just, just the basic, the basic hop profile. I don't know, like. What hops they use in a standard like American ale or like blonde ale or Budweiser even like just not very bittering, not very floral. Um, you know, I don't know either. I'm sure. I'm sure we. Let's ask I'm Budweiser. Sure we're a Google away. Yeah, ask Bud Budweiser.com. If you're going to pause the podcast, we're going to come back to you with what hops are in Budweiser. Well, when you Google what hops are in, it autofills Budweiser. <laughs> yeah you know what i should have gone i should have gone with my gut and said hollertau uh and that is seems like it's the first thing yeah that because that, that's Saz and tetnanger yeah um interesting hmm yeah i don't know there's now i went on there's a whole article about beer about budweiser and wow this is like a one-page thing from beerandbrewing.com slash dictionary and then their uh their whole article on budweiser but, you know, I think we should we should dedicate an episode to Budweiser. We should. We should. We should do or like something like that, where we just go to like classic classic beers that changed that changed the world. We should do that. That'd be fun. Okay. Um, instead of just cracking open a beer and reviewing it, but 
I think I'm trying to avoid reviewing this beer because like I said, it's, they really just wanted to get you that, that raspberry flavor in and out one and done. And, uh, they did. So I don't know. This one would be good on a flight board. This one would be good as a compliment to five other beers on a flight board. <laughs> We're like, oh yeah, I need some raspberry to, to, to distinguish between this pale ale and that IPA to kind of balance out my palate. But <laughs> I don't know. It's too simple. I wish that I had some mint and salt and, you know, haziness Blackberry. going on. Yeah. But instead it's um, just raspberry. So just going to get a three and a half for me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, the Untapped has <clears throat> two thousand two hundred and eighty-three ratings. Okay, so quite a few Good. ratings. Yeah, um, I think they're going to be on the same page as me with not loving this beer. But you know, above a three and a half, I think they're going to give it like a three six four. Okay, so it's a three point four. Wow. So they actually liked it even less than you did. Yeah. I can't believe you uh, you got man of the people out of this one. I, I me neither. <laughs> I was like, you know, under three and a half. That's rare for a beer to see on Untapped. I know. Well, I I saw it and I was like, oh man. Um, I was like, lock it is, in. <laughs> I was like, well, I was like, this is an extremely low a low rated beer. So I was wondering what you were gonna. And then you, the way you were describing it, I don't know. I feel like the way you described it and you gave it a three and a half. I feel like Untapped would have either liked it or liked it less. You know, one yeah. of those two for sure. I don't know. It just, I, it, like, you don't often see a beer that's a 3.4 on Untapped. And uh, I don't know. I guess I was surprised. Yeah, I um, think, I think part of the, I don't know if they would have brewed this beer for the first time today. I'm, I'm kind of guessing that this is maybe an older, an older style of theirs because, like I said, it is so simple and beer today seems to tend to be more complex. Um, mm. This is, I think, a, a, a good beer for every brewery to have on tap for the people who come in that aren't beer drinkers that just like fruit beer or something like that. This is um, this would be a good good drink for them. Um, but I feel at least validated with Untapped that they were right there with me in the the closer to three than four rating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hold solace in that. Yeah, for sure. I'm looking up. There's there's. Uh, I was just curious because I I don't know. Seems like Frambozens because are a raspberry lambic style ale that's all i'm really seeing but a number of people do them including new belgium new belgium has done one okay um and i don't know if it's always raspberry everything i see is raspberry hmm. yeah well the frambois like you said is the raspberry from i don't know who makes that but it's, i think that's um, the lambic as well yeah but it's not as strong i think those are like really light i think they're like four percent or five percent, something like that. They're very sweet. I remember it being very sweet. Yeah, um, I remember it too. I haven't had one in psh, yeah since I was twenty one. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a long time, but I remember it being sweet. So, seems like this may be like the hard, the 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 harder version of a frambois, which is which makes sense. No, I think it's well harder maybe in flavor, but I think frambois is like double digit alcohol. I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? I, really? Oh. Let's find out. We're, 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 ah, let's ask Budweiser. Yeah. <laughs> Frambois, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. No, oh, 2.5. 2.5. I knew it was low. I I thought it was higher than that, but I, yeah. That's so. interesting because I always thought it was, like, really strong because I think it's, like, expensive. But good to know. Frambois is very light. Frambozen is yeah. less light. So if you're in the if you're in the mood to, for raspberries and to get drunk, Frambozen's the way to go. Frambois just won't just won't get you there, right? <laughs> so um, you know, you went to you went to Canada, right? I did. Yeah, yeah. Went up there. Um, you know, saw some things, bought some nice. beer. Sweet. Well, speaking of not the United States, foreign um, lands, foreign lands. I don't remember if I talked about it on the podcast last week. I might have, or I talked to you about you guys, but with you guys, but uh, we did uh, myself and Dana did a snack trade are you with, uh, are you forgetting the exhaustive debate we had about cadbury versus cadbury oh, on the podcast you know what i did even though i have both cadbury's for taste testing purposes um yeah i forgot why i bought both cadbury's no okay so that was on the podcast good 
Good to know. <laughs> I think it was like a about. I think it was almost most of our podcast. To be honest, <laughs> we had talked about the shipping prices. You know, we talked about who owns oh, Cadbury. Okay. It was a very. Our listeners are are already hitting the fast forward button. <laughs> Not this again. Well, anywho, anywho, we have the definitive uh, breakdown. Or it's 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 like a candy revolutionary war. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So. I uh, live on the podcast. I'm going to have both some of uh, Cadbury Dairy Milk uh, bars. One processed here in the good U.S. of A., and the other overseas in the U.K. So I'm very excited. Um, I know I told Dana I was like, you can have a small nibble of each because um, <laughs> I'm so very generous. generous. Yeah, I, you know, I just I can't help but give. Um, <laughs> I just can't help it. So uh, I'm going to grab those right now. So these bars have been kept in the fridge because I believe, especially being in the, in the South, it's the only way to keep chocolate from being all melty. So, and I prefer, I prefer a little bit of crunch with my chocolate. So You like your chocolate like you like your butter. Hard to spread on bread. <laughs> no, actually, that's my least favorite part of butter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you like your chocolate the opposite of like you like your butter. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I wish I just had liquid butter, but no, I can't believe it. it's not butter. Just liquid butter that I could just like, boop, you know. <laughs> as long no. as Chris can't put this chocolate on popcorn easily, then uh, <laughs> then he's happy. Um, so I have both bars here, and the first thing I want to say, so this is the one from the good old U.S. of A. Right? Look at this. Right? It's like it's thin, you know. Uh, the wrapping is like. Well, I mean, you've y'all have seen Cadbury bars in, in the store. It's like I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. It's, Blue, just, shiny? What are you trying it's to say? Purple? I don't know. Yeah, shiny. It's like kind of like yeah, it's cheap, you know. I don't know. And then you look at this thing. Now this this other bar that I'm holding in my hand is thicker. First and foremost, look at the look at the, the oh, width. Oh yeah. Oh, so much thicker. That's a girthy and, bar. It's a girthy bar, and this is like the kind of uh, chocolate bar that I expect out of like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I was just gonna say that, yeah. Like the the wrapping and everything. Like if I open this up and there's a golden ticket, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I'm, I just assume they all come with golden tickets. Versus this, whatever this is, it's a lot of. What are we even doors. doing with our wrap with our wrapping? What are we even doing with this? Anyways, um, so I don't know what the best way to do in this. Is. Oh, and it's printed differently. One's printed vertically, the other horizontally. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you got it. Well, American bars are portrait. European bars are landscape. <laughs> exactly. There you go. There you go. Um, I well, don't know why. I think we all know. We should start with the U.S. one, I think. The is, U.S. one. Okay. Because, uh, you know, to let everybody know where we're at with with our baseline. Right, right. Okay. So um, I'm trying to figure out what the breakdown is. This one says it right on there. Um, but I don't see there's a there's like not a breakdown on the... Of like which percent milk, which percent chocolate? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like this one, this one straight on the thing says a hundred percent sustainably sourced cocoa. It's right on there. Uh, oh, there we just go. Like that American this one. one uh, who knows how sustainably sourced it is? Who knows? It's all I know is it's velvety smooth. That doesn't do me any good. One hundred percent questionably sourced cocoa. Cocoa. <laughs> yep, I see nothing. Nothing about how much cocoa it is in it. Oh Lord. Okay. Well, we're gonna start with this one. Um, they can't. They no. can't hear you. They can't see you. We're gonna start with the American one. Okay. <laughs> As the winner, they of can the, hear of the cheap the... rapper though. Yeah, they heard the cheap. They knew what I was doing. <laughs> we're gonna start with this one, the American one, because you know, as the 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 reigning champions of the Revolutionary War, um, we deserve. We deserve to go first, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the, the revolutionaries. Here we go. Yeah. So, um, you know, you got your little your little squares of chocolate. See how it is. I mean, to be fair, I I do enjoy Cadbury chocolate. We talked about this last week. So, <laughs> Chris is now chewing the chocolate and uh, weighing it very carefully. Oh, I thought I hit mute. I meant to hit mute. I uh, yeah, I could tell. I I heard you touch the mute button. <laughs> And then yeah, I heard you I chewing. So. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. Now mute for re. Chris is following the Todd method of you have to take the three bites. You have to do the shock, the adjustment, and the enjoyment bite. So you have to have at least three squares of Cadbury 
bar just to make sure he was really experiencing the true chocolate flavor. Okay, so had my, had my my three my three bites of the the American bar, and uh, I mean it's what I grew up with. It's uh, you know it's it's very it's it's good. It's very sweet, very sweet, um, velvety smooth. Yes, um, I mean. I don't know how much else to describe chocolate, I guess. Very chocolatey flavored. I know. Like, it I, tastes I, like chocolate. I think you'll have more to say when you could compare it. You know what I mean? I know. I know. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I like, I don't even, like, I want to open it, but I don't want to open it at the same time. Because well, you, of how... You don't open it, then you'll never get the golden ticket. So That is true. That is true. I'll win Cadbury's You'll find out that the factory, factory. tour was last month, and then... <laughs> <laughs> Can't go. Right. <laughs> so... Opening up this gorgeous wrapper, straight out of a. Like, listen, listen to this thing. Feels looks like a leathery tome. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me see. Oh, the wrapper is uh okay. So the wrapper is much open and whoa, open and reclose. Wait, what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. How? Apparently, you can open and close it again. This is how you know have Americans you... are fat because we don't have this. We don't have this problem in the U.S. <laughs> it's not meant to be reclosed. There's no resealing your chocolate bar. Okay, hold on, hold on. Did I do it? Did I do it right? Well, Dana will be how very this... happy. Uh huh. <laughs> Dana will be happy that you'll be able to save herself. Wait, how do you reclose it? I guess it just kind of sticks back together. Okay, it kind of sticks back together. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Resealable candy bars. Who would have thunk it? Is this allowed? Europeans, apparently. The British. Apparently Europeans. All right. I got a little bit of... Uh, I need more than that. I need more than that to get the real taste. <laughs> now, are the squares the same size? No, no, the squares. So that was the first thing I noticed. Um, the squares are not the same size. The squares are a little bit smaller, a little bit less defined. Like, it looks like these were made with, like... I'm sure the, I'm sure they're all made with molds, but like these molds are not as sharp. They're like sharp, yes, more rounded uh, yeah. squares. Yeah. So, um, but let's see. It's already starting to melt in my hand. I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. <laughs> I think according to M&M's marketing, that's a bad sign. That's true. That's true. Oh goodness. Okay, so let's see if 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 the the UK can redeem themselves a couple hundred years later. Okay, so. Um, vastly different. Okay. I think we all we all knew this was coming. I think maybe. Um, I don't. I. I don't. I'm not. I don't know enough about chocolate to describe why the consistency is different. But um, whereas the American is like more sweet, um, you know, very heavy chocolate flavor. Um, uh, it is vel- It is smooth. Um, you know, but uh, the. And like even now, it's like uh, I don't know. It's very, very. It's but it's very, very sweet. It's very, it's it's smooth. Um, you know, there's nothing too much to say about it. But um, the the UK uh, version is very, very. Now it is. It's not quite as sweet. It's still sweet, of course. It's chocolate. Um, but it's more creamy than the 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 US version. So um, hmm. it seems to. Uh, break down more i don't know if that makes sense but like it melts quicker than the u.s one and then it's like got more of a creamy like almost milky taste in the middle um which is like extremely i mean it's very very good um like but unless you were looking at the wrappers i don't even know if you'd be able to tell that they were necessarily the same candy bar oh wow so it's that different um the texture is very different the taste is kind of like it's a little like i said it's less sweet for the uk version um but more creamy and like slightly more i guess real chocolate taste versus like just straight i don't know like synthetic i don't know if that's the right the right word it probably isn't the right technical word there's probably a reason (laughs) that they taste so much different but um but yeah i mean it's it's a it's a noticeable difference i was not honestly i wasn't expecting this big a difference i'm i'm a little i'm a little um thrown by it and i wish i could i wish i knew more about candy outside of the fact that i enjoy eating it um (laughs) like literally that's the one thing i can tell you is i like eating candy uh (laughs) like at least you've you like drinking beer but at least you've brewed beer you've never made your own right i've never made candy before yeah um but yeah it um 
Okay, let's see. Let's see what the ingredients are, actually. Let me see what the ingredients are. They have to put those. So the only thing I'm seeing is the vegetable fats. That's the one that is to, and lactose. There's lactose in the American one that is not mentioned. I don't know. But anyways, there's a distinct difference. <laughs> okay. I think I think the UK version is better. Well, so it sounds like the UK version is a good s'mores option for sure. If you like that nice melty chocolate. The US version you, is a good keep it in your back pocket for an extra minute option. Yeah, no. The 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 UK version immediately starts melting. So <laughs> I will say I will say that um, if you live in the South, you're gonna have to you have to eat the American version, or else you're just gonna be drinking melted chocolate out of a wrapper. The UK version has to be kept in the fridge at all times, even when you're eating it. Yes, or even when you're buying it, it's got to be in that in the <laughs> fridge section of your grocery store. Uh, looks like Dana doesn't want her pieces. I know I was I was podcasting. This is how the magic happens. So one thing that I should have asked you before you opened the 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 UK version was uh, can you can you give us a rating here on the candy scale? Oh man, what's I, I don't know zero scale? to five. If there was an untapped for candy, I don't know what it would be called. Okay, so it's but it's, uh, it would have to be unwrapped, right? Like it would just have yes, to be. That's yeah. that's the answer. Good, good call. <laughs> w r a p p d unwrapped. Right. Uh, so on unwrapped, what are you giving the U.S. Cadbury bar? I mean, it's a it's it's a it's a standard. I think it's I think it's the best one of the best chocolate. Well, that now the I think the Cadbury dark is like I'm a dark chocolate guy. If I'm being real, so, um, but uh, I I mean it's a it's a solid. I mean it's a four. I'll say it's a four. Okay. You know, like if a Hershey bar is like a standard three or two and a half, you know. <laughs> That's a big jump from Hershey to Cadbury, then. I think I think it's a noticeable jump, personally. But um, you know, and I don't know. I'm just. I guess I'm pretty unfancy when it comes to candy. I don't have like any of these sophisticated like. Well, you just told me that Hershey. You're you're a step ahead of Hershey, so I think you're ahead of most people's palates here on chocolate. Think bars. so? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll eat a Hershey bar. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Hershey wrappers in Chris's vicinity before. So. Yeah, it happens sometimes. Um, but, so uh, if the U.S. if the U.S. versions of four, what are we saying? Our red coat chocolate is going to be coming in at here. I mean, I I kind of like the creaminess of it. Um, not as not as big a fan of the meltiness, but like I, they're very they're they're close. But I think. If I had to go on on the unwrapped set unwrap scale, then uh, it would for sure. It would probably be a four and a quarter, maybe like a four point two. Okay. If I was if I paid for unwrapped, <laughs> <laughs> if I if I paid for unwrapped, it'd probably be like maybe a four point one, four point two. But um, but yeah, four four two five. I think I, I I it was very good. It was very good. It's those vegetable fats, probably. Probably. <laughs> well, I gotta say, I. Also earned some new international check-ins on Unwrapped this weekend Ooh, with my okay. trip to Canada. I said, we got to stop at the grocery store and load up on junk food. Um, so as I mentioned, I, went, I drove up to a Banff by way of Calgary. It's like a five-hour drive for me. Uh, it's probably some of the car, you know, over the Labor Day weekend. And they, it's, the only difference up there is they spell it with a U. So it's Labor Day <laughs> in Canada. Um, but, you know... Over the last three or four days, I probably spent, you know, five or six hours in the car every day. So plenty of, uh, plenty of time to eat those car snacks and said, had, we have to stop at the grocery store to get Canadian junk food so we can compare it to the U S version. And I do have, I do have some here that I want to bring on the podcast, Ooh. but obviously not all of it made it, made it home. <laughs> this is not a planned segment. Um, just, I don't know if this was my imagination or if this is the truth, but the Oreos, the cream tasted creamier. And it might have been because they were in the car, so it was a little warmer. I think that might have something to do with it. Mm, maybe. But the, the double stuff, the stuff was a little smoother, silkier, creamier. Okay. Uh, it was good stuff. It was good stuff. With one F? <laughs> with one F. It's the opposite <laughs> of thick. <laughs> stuff with one F. Um. But I also tried the, um, I had some Starburst gummies that were like duos, I think they were called. They might be in the oh, U.S. Okay. too. But um, 
those are pretty good. I would give so I would give the the double stuff Oreos probably a solid for uh, the the Canadian version a little better a little better than the U.S. version. Um, the the Starburst duos I was expecting more. They they kind of reminded me of the the old lifesaver gummies. You ever have those? The rings those were pretty good. Yeah 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 yeah. Not, yep. not as good as those, but um, okay. But they were pretty good. Um, one thing that I did want to bring to the podcast, though, is a less of a candy, more of a junk food. I have the Canadian version of Cheetos, which they call Cheezies. Uh, yeah, C-H-E-E-Z-I-E-S. Okay, I have, I have friends in my Discord that are in Canada. I'm going to send them a snippet of you holding Cheezies yeah. and ask if they know what these... Well, of course, they're going to know what these are. But, they might uh, not. Who knows? Might have just they might been not. an Albertan That's, thing. Maybe. I believe they're East Eastern <laughs> Eastern uh uh Canadians, so it might not be they might not be over there, but here we go. Uh and I was I, I was going to say I, I we've talked about um uh what are they called? Those things. Uh Oreos on on stream before? Yeah. Apparently, um the Canadians are very <clears throat> very um jealous of the variety that okay. the u.s gets so uh because they were saying like we get like all these like weird t- weird kinds with peanut butter and all that fun stuff and they don't apparently so they had some i probably saw about seven varieties um of oreos in the store they had the birthday cake ones they had the dipped ones they had mint um okay i think they had like the vanilla cookie ones as well they had a good amount Sometimes you see all this crazy shit on online of like watermelon flavored Oreos. I don't know who would buy those anyway. I think I, I honestly have no idea. The novelty, right? Right, but right. Yeah. One thing that was intriguing is the the Oreo package. They had the regular size, but then they also had a smaller size, which was nice for like I said for the car. It was like you know three rows, maybe half as long as a regular Oreo container, which was cool. I like that they have smaller options. Um. But yeah, so I got the cheesies here, and let's I can I can show Chris. I can't really show the listeners at home. But one thing about the cheesies is I don't know how well you can tell, but they're basically exactly a mix of if you mixed the puffs with the crunchy kind. Yeah, they didn't look as they did, yeah yeah that's exactly right. They're so like they're, right in the middle. They're like half puffed. <laughs> yeah, which. Which I ended up being a really big fan of. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna chew on some now. <laughs> you know they still get all over your hands and stuff, but um, <laughs> I liked I really liked the option of halfway between the two. It had a really satisfying crunch, but a little bulkier, a little more volume, just a little puffier. I think that the the cheese balls or the or the um, the big curved ones are they're not for me. They like cut up your mouth up and everything, and mm. I don't know. I really like the cheesies. I wish that we had these here because they're just like extra large regular Cheetos. Not <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not the biggest Cheeto fan. Like, I don't know. I they never really never really did it for me. The puffs or the 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 I guess regular Cheetos. Are, are regular Cheetos the small ones? I think so. Oh, okay. I always thought they were the big puffy ones. Let's ask the the Cheetah guy. <laughs> Chester, let's Chester. Ask Chester. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, I could probably get behind something like that, like a, a mix of the two. I would definitely, I would definitely eat some. Maybe sure. I just like, like it for the novelty, but maybe, it was, maybe it it's was possible. fun. Yeah, well, that's cool. That's um, cool. I'll, uh, I'll have to tell Alyssa. Shout out to Alyssa Pickles, um, and uh, tell her that uh, you know you saw some of those fun uh, Oreos. Uh, she did, by the way. Of course, recognize them right away in the Discord. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she seemed pretty excited about them. So. Yeah, they're good. I wish we had cheesies in the States. Uh, it seemed like they had a lot of good candy up there. I did buy some very fancy chocolate and ferny, which I'm excited to have. Um, but the cheesies are going to get like a, like a solid 4.3 on the new unwrapped scale. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So not only, not, not only is it. You have to. You had to pay for it, so. right? I did. <laughs> you have to pay yeah. for unwrapped. Yeah, yeah. But you know, <laughs> okay. get some new check-ins, which is always good. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm closing in on 
150 check-ins on Unwrapped. And it only came out not that long ago. So, <laughs> Do you think you consume more calories checking in stuff on Unwrapped or Untapped? Ooh. Hmm. That's tough. I wonder if, if there was an Unwrapped. There I probably like, is. Oh, iTunes, prob- iTunes right in. Android <laughs> App Store right in. <laughs> but, like, would I be... Would I buy a whole bag of Doritos or would I just buy a little bit so I could check it in for untap, unwrapped and then like, you know, move on to the next thing? Would we have flights of Cheetos? Like, that's what I want to have is the Cheetos That's what we flights. want. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Here's a, here's a nacho cheese Dorito. Here's a cheesies. Here's a <laughs> yeah, you go to the Pringles, you go to the Pringles aisle and you just get like a whole thing of like the little tiny cans of all yeah, the flavors. Yeah, there you go. There you That's go. That's what I want. So long story short, uh, for hashtag TudFit, I'm going to be eating just a little bit of all the snacks. <laughs> yeah, I did see in Canada they had a lot more smaller portion things. Which okay. Was, which, was, which was interesting. Kind of like the reclosable. Like reclosable, the reclosable chocolate bar. The yeah. reclosable chocolate bar, which is a, a non-thing in the United States. That's actually one thing I wanted to point out is the, the glue they used seemed harder to open things. I had, it was. I had um, like a one ounce bag of chips, and I thought that I was going to get them all over the car, just like trying as hard as I could <laughs> to pry it open. Even the stickers on the apples seemed like they were harder to peel off, which I thought was hmm. interesting. I wonder why. I wonder why that is. We have we got the food glue figured out in the U.S. I don't know what they're doing over overseas or internationally. Maybe maybe but. they they do it on purpose so people ha- like really think. Do I want to expend the energy? Maybe maybe that extra energy that they expel by opening those pe- those packages will then counteract the amount they eat. I was gonna eat so. this pear, but the sticker was too hard to take off, so I put it back. <laughs> so I threw it away. <laughs> Instead, I just reopened my resaleable chocolate that I had saved. <laughs> oh man! But there we go. There we have it. Some uh, some snacks from the north. Some some beer from the Brits. I mean, not beer from the Brits. That would be a better title. But but uh, it would be <laughs> chocolate from the Brits. You know, um, that was fun. Yeah, but that was good. I can't avoid it any. I can't avoid it any longer, Chris. Um, gatekeeper, keeping that gate. Yep. Honk 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 honk. Let me go add your tally to the board here. Thank you, thank you. Yes. <sighs> By the time all this is all said and done, catching up. I feel. I feel like I'm going to be the constant over the next few weeks. So like, I could. I could pass Todd. Here's your chance. It's- I mean, I'm I'm up to nine. I'm up to nine. He's only got eleven. So, and one of them's an asterisk anyway. So, <laughs> Chris is. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good NASCAR analogy. Chris is, uh, you know, down low, coming into the fourth corner. I don't know. Yep. Yep. I'm Ricky Craven at the at the Southern 500 in 2004. No, I, not even. I can tell you still watch a lot of racing. <laughs> 2002. <laughs> when was that? 2003. 2003. I think it was it was a long time ago it was a long time ago now i did um, I, I will say that uh it, all the sports bars in canada they had uh tsn on instead of espn it's tsn and uh Tor- toronto yeah. sport network yeah and i mean okay. all they have is like the blue jays and the raptors and you know hockey but that hasn't started yet uh and i guess basketball isn't either but uh um they were big fans of of baseball was on a lot and uh, I guess, I mean, it is also early September. What else are you going to watch? You yeah, know? I guess that's true. Yeah. I do I do believe they are huge into at least the J- the Blue Jays. In like, Toronto. Like, yeah. Yeah, in, yeah, definitely in Toronto. But you weren't, you clearly weren't in Toronto. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I was in uh, Alberta where they vote for the, the Calgary Flames and okay. whatever their CFL or the, uh, yeah, the CFL team. Do they have their, I think Edmonton has the Oilers or something like that. Yes, that's hockey. Okay. Um, yep. But uh, I did see, I did catch a few minutes of a CFL game, which is interesting. Seems like much easier to concuss yourself on the goalposts in CFL where they're at the goal line. Yeah, I don't know why they're there. I don't understand. And the, <laughs> the end zones are like 20 yards deep. So you can really, yeah. really huck it into there. But uh, they do sports weird. 
Canada sports <laughs> weird. That's our hot take on this podcast. That's where Kurt Warner played. Kurt Warner played in the CFL before he went to the NFL. I wonder if and it was hard to convert. A number of different over. people. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know how he got on here. NASCAR? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Something like that happened. Yeah. Oh, man. But anyway, it's time for our frosty mug of wisdom. We take out our two-handled mug out of the freezer. It's taking up a lot of space back there. Uh, blow the test off. Fill it up for you with uh, wisdomy wisdom, stuff we like, love, life advice, products, Amazon things. I don't know. We'll find out on uh, today's segment, The Frosty Mug of Wisdom, which we start with this song from Jordan. Jordan, take it away. All right. Thank you, Jordan. Um, Chris, gatekeeper, honk, 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 honk. Um, what are you uh, What are you thinking for the Frosty Mug this week? Well, I think I'm going to let you go first. I think I'm going to pass it pass it along to you. Pass that torch to me. Yep. Yep. Um, can I make cheesies? Right can I make cheesies a handle? That was going to be my handle. <laughs> cheesies. You were going to do cheesies. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I got. I got a, a, a hand before you this week. Uh, okay. This one. This one's fresh for me. Maybe not so fresh for some of you. But uh, spending so much time in the car over the Labor Day with the long, with the extra you in there. The Labor Day weekend, I had some time to reacquaint myself with some podcasts that I used to listen to and don't anymore. And I have to recommend Stuff You Should Know from Josh and Clark, which is now an iHeartRadio show. They do a new thing called Short Stuff, where they have podcasts that are like 15-ish minutes that just get to the heart of the matter. And they really they really uh, drill down. And I like I liked the new segment. And I say new, I think they've been doing it like since the election. So they've been doing okay. it since like late 2020, at least. Uh, I used to listen to stuff you should know. I don't anymore. I'm trying to get back into it. Uh, Blevin, actually, this is a Blevin, Blevin handle, courtesy of Blevin. He recommended some episodes to me that I check out. Uh, they're, they're one on thread count was pretty entertaining. I was laughing through that one. Their haunted real estate episode, garter snakes, and five Lazarus species. We're all good short stuff takes. So go into your podcast catcher, type in stuff you should know, find those episodes. Um, that's a good introduction to the show. Chris, you ever listen to stuff you should know? Oh, I haven't. No. Oh, no. their back catalog. They were like one of the OG podcasts. I've heard. I know. I've heard. I've heard you talk about them before, and I think Tud has listened to them before or Dan or somebody. Um, but I've definitely heard of them a lot. I just haven't, I don't know. It's just one of the ones that slipped under my radar, I guess for 12 years. Uh, I think the subject matter is pretty vanilla. Um, but the hosts have amazing chemistry and they really keep you engaged. And, uh, it strikes the right balance of informative and entertaining. And it makes me laugh, which is always good. Um, you know, I, I, there's a special place in my heart for Josh and Chuck, and I don't listen to them as much as I used to anymore. But uh, I really can't recommend it enough. If you're someone who commutes, look for said try out their short stuff episodes. If if their old format was a little long, but there you go. Stuff you should know. S Y S K. Chris, what do you got for us? All right. <clears throat> so I recently bought a gaming laptop, uh, which I'm very excited for. Yes, yes. And I saw this thing on um, on tiktok but i've seen it before and i've wanted one um but i've never pulled the trigger so but while i was piling all these things into my new egg uh cart i was like you know what let's throw let's throw this bad boy on there it was on sale um and that is a portable monitor um so it's it's kind of a neat thing uh it's i mean it's basically like a very large tablet um that uh you can use uh to extend your displays on a computer or a laptop as as we see and basically it just connects to your computer as a um via USB-C and uh it acts as a monitor that you can use uh to and it's uh the one I have is 15.6 inches so it's like a oh wow I thought when you said iPad I thought it was like like a small tablet or when you said tablet I thought it was like a small tablet that's huge yeah, so it's you know, um, it's basically like your average uh, laptop screen is about 15 inches, so it's about the same size as that. But um, 
if you're traveling or if you're looking and you can use it um you, the one i have is pretty much strictly for either a laptop or um or like a like a computer but there's others that you can use for your phone uh for you know if you have an ipad or whatever double um, ipad can, double ipad you know it's not touchscreen or anything um, oh, but it is okay i was gonna ask yeah that. it's not it's yeah it's not a touchscreen but um but it's 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 pretty neat. Like I'm I'm excited that I bought one, especially for what I what I plan on using my laptop for. But like you don't realize how much you miss a second monitor until you don't have one. And um, so it's really nice to just be able to up oh, USB C, plug it in, boom, 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 and uh, you're good to go. And then it folds like it's 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 no thicker than a laptop, like a like a tablet, like an you know? American Cadbury cream, like an American, American Cadbury bar. <laughs> Exactly, uh, so it's it's pretty cool. And uh, I was playing with it. I was playing with it the other day, and I was playing with it today. Um, where <laughs> Dana was like, "What are you even like?" I just had it up to have it up, um, but uh, I was using my laptop, and I had I had it off to the side, had my Twitch streams up, and all that stuff. So it's kind of cool if you have uh, if you ever find the need of maybe you don't want to commit to a second monitor all the time, or maybe you travel a lot. It's like a really really nice additive um or if you're like me and a crazy person and you want to have three monitors uh <laughs> it's a really like it's a nice alternative to having three big monitors especially if you don't have the space for it so and it's uh, it's 144 uh k revolution uh resolution it's like you know it's pretty decent little monitor so uh i'll put a link in the show notes to the one i got i think i got an aoc one but there's a bunch of different what's the price uh, point we're talking here so, I mean, the one I bought was like about a. It was on sale for about a hundred bucks. Okay. Um, I, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit more than that. But you can get some bigger ones that. Um, they come bigger. <laughs> well, I think there's maybe a seventeen-inch one that you can get. Um, At what point are the, they just like not portable? At what point are they just like regular monitors? <laughs> like this one even it's comes with a TV. stand, and you could just plug in. Yeah. Wait a minute. Well, hang on. <laughs> See, so that's the one thing is, and I, I have to do a little bit more research because I, I just, I've been playing with it a little bit, but um, some of them, because they have to, the one I have gets powered by either the computer or the laptop. So like, there's no power cord or anything. It's just literally a USB-C that gets plugged in. Um, I think some of the bigger ones may have a uh, plug-in as well, so you can use them for your phone. But I have to do a little bit more research on that because I may just be screwing it up on my end, you know? Um, but I don't know. I get a kick out of it. I like stuff. So like, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool stuff. So Chris is a big stuff fan. I'm a big stuff fan. <laughs> How many F's? Two F's. <laughs> two, two F's. F's. Two F's. <laughs> oh, all right. So with that, I think it's time we transition to this outro. Uh, I don't know. Chris, you want to do it? You want me to do it? Or should we do I'll it? I'll do it. Half? Sure, why not? We can do half and half. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just add a little bit, right? We'll just riff it. Yeah. We'll just riff it, yeah. So, I mean, I guess, you know, whatever. Thanks for coming out to the party, y'all. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening. We do appreciate you. Yeah. Um, we'd like to thank the breweries that uh, made the beautiful beers we had tonight. I'd like to thank Gizmo Brew Works for their Forbidden Fruits uh, Blackberry Mint Gosa. And I want to thank Steamworks out of Burnaby, B.C. for their Frambozen. There you go. Um, and you know, we shout out to the rest of the world. You know, this one's for you. International edition. <laughs> International edition. This one's for you. Even though mine was in North Carolina, my beer was in North Carolina. Some snacks, some beers from outside the U.S. Um, yeah. So shout Made out, possible. shout out, shout out to the world. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? You guys. <laughs> we have. We have yet. This is a fun fact. We have. We've gotten a lot of interesting emails from our uh, our listeners over the years. We have yet to have, I think, an international email. Uh, correct oh, me if that's I'm wrong, true. Chris. But uh, yeah, I'm if, not sure. If you're an international listener, we would love to to talk to you. Send us an email at dawfpodcast at gmail Tell us what you had for breakfast, or you know, if you have breakfast in your land, I don't know. <laughs> I know we have some uh, listeners from Australia, so I think they call breakfast brekkie, 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 brekkie. Like I think is what they say. Brekkie, something like that. So, uh, shout out to all you guys if you're uh, out there. Uh, I, I see, I see the downloads every week. Come on now, Australia's biggest podcast, probably. Um, <laughs> no, and uh, but you know, 
Thank you for listening, and uh, make sure you head over to iTunes. Give us five-star reviews, or wherever you get your podcasts, I think. But iTunes is the one, believe it or not, that a lot of the podcast feeds feed off of. So if you even just make an account, steal people's iPhones, they all have it. Just go on there. And once you hit five stars, I don't know if they can unhit five stars. So just, you know, do it. <laughs> do it before they can, uh, and then set for auto-download. And... Uh, <laughs> And I know over just talked about it. Make sure you hit up hit up the email. Uh, check out the Patreon. Um, you know, trying to get some more uh, stuff going up on there. I know we've been a little spotty uh, on some of the stuff there, but uh, we do appreciate all of our patrons, and we love you all so much. Um, yeah, I don't know what else. Stay tuned else. for the Mai Tai Sour from Ooh, Collective Arts yeah. coming to Patreon to a, a podcast feed to our our special lovely patrons at some point. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. We have a Discord and an Instagram. Those are the two that we like to post on the most. Uh, we love to hear your involvement over Discord, especially. So yeah, check us out. Yeah, ch- check all that stuff out. Um, if you have any, uh, you know, I want to tag on. I know Tud Tud mentions uh, telling everybody all the time, but also if you have any suggestions for like beers or uh, segments or something like that that you have ideas for, uh, just shoot them over to us. We're open. We want to. We want to know. Um, what you guys want to see, what you guys want to hear, all that fun stuff. So, um, but uh, thank you for everybody turning, tuning in every week. We appreciate you all so much. And, uh, you know, my name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friend. <laughs> I forgot it was good. <laughs> <laughs> caught me at the end. So, I, you went to Banff. Banff National Park, right? Yeah. Is that what it was? Now, is Lake Moraine there? Yes. I didn't get to go to Moraine Lake because um, too many cars tried to go there at one time. I did go to Lake Louise, though, which was incredible. Because that's like, we've talked about it before, but, you know, the listeners may not know. That's like on my bucket list of places to go is Moraine Lake. Apparently. I saw it. Yeah, apparently a lot of other people. The key to getting there is either taking the shuttle or getting there before 7 in the morning, so... Okay, so it, it it is a big tourist attraction for sure. Yeah, even in COVID times. Wow. Yeah, yeah I remember um, that all started because I was sitting at work and uh, I used to have the generic Microsoft backgrounds that like would just go through places of the world. And, oh, like, nice. <laughs> and I'd be like, they'd be like, why don't you set it to like pictures of your children or anything like well, kid at the time? And I was like. No, no, no. It's because every time I sit down, it's like I'm going on vacation. And then Moraine Lake was one, and I was like, oh, my God, this place is a real place? Oh, it's gorgeous. I love it. And that's when and then I did. I looked it all up, and I was like, I'm going here to go one to day. There. I'm, I need to go to there. So, cool. I want to go. Next time. I, when next I come time. Visit. Yeah. When next, you come. next time short, I come visit. It's a five-hour drive. <laughs> that, that isn't bad. I'll, I'll drive five hours to go there.